Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Hey wife, did you know that Anchor is sponsoring our show? Really? Don't we use Anchor to distribute our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? Yeah, and we are on just about every other platform available as well, thanks to them. Why do we use Anchor as our podcasting service? Well, they make editing and distributing our show a breeze. What if one of our listeners wants to start their own podcast? Then they should head over to anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Awesome! You guys should go do that right now! Husband! Wife! What's a Zion? 
Uh, Israel? I don't know. I don't either. Well, that was a guess. Saturday That's my guess yesterday. So, but that's what we're doing today? Let's Zion? find out. Yeah. Okay. Let's go find out what the fuck Zion is. Okay. All right. Okay, so Zion. Zion. Okay, so I'm really glad that we're talking about Zion because it apparently becomes more of a thing that's mentioned a lot, but we have just crossed our first reference to it. Sure. And it means lots of different things. I I wondered, because it's such a prevalent part of the discussion around Israel Mm -hmm. in current times, as far as like Zionist and Zion and, you know, all this crap that I don't know really why they're referring to it that way or what it is exactly. Right, exactly. So, I mean, I get the gist of it, right? It's something to do with Israel. It's Israel-centered. It's whatever, but... Well, I'm going to tell you what it is. I I know you're going to tell me what it is. But I just wanted to give you a little history first that um, it is sprinkled throughout the Old and New Testaments. Okay. And it means different things um, to different people saying it and to different people reading it. Got it. So the two basic definitions, here's the first one. It's the hill specifically, like geographically, is the first definition. Okay. Yep. It's the hill of Jerusalem on which the city of David was built, located to the south of Mount Moriah, which is the Temple Mount. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. The other one, the other definition, um, which is more um, New Testament-y. Okay. Is in Christian thought, it's the heavenly city or kingdom of heaven. Oh. And in the New Testament, Zion refers to God's spiritual kingdom. And um, it's the space in your heart that you reserve for where you um, where you agree um, to believe in God. Okay. And it's another word for heaven. And... That kind of thing. So obviously, there's got to be some sort of like an intermixing between those two thoughts and and, and definitions because mm-hmm. it How does kind of all one, encompasses some idea in people's right. heads. How so. does one become the other? Right. And um, how it becomes the other is I'll get into that in a minute. Okay. Okay. Yep. Let's go back to geography for a sec. Sure. Okay. So the city walls of Jerusalem were rebuilt many many times and in new locations over the centuries. Okay. Okay? Yep. So the particular hill that is now known or still known as Mount Zion, mm-hmm. it's no longer inside the city walls. Oh, It's wow. still there, but it's no longer in the city walls. Interesting. The location is now just outside the portion of the old city wall, forming the southern boundary of the Jewish, Jewish quarter of the current old city. Okay. Most of the original city of David itself is thus also outside the current wall. Hmm. Okay. So the city of David is still a thing, but, um, again, it's been rebuilt over time. Right. And so what they refer to... It is referred to today as the city of David and not Zion. Is that correct? Um, again, it depends on who you're asking and why. Okay. Because, um, in the Old Testament, Zion was used as a name... For the city of Jerusalem. Right. Okay. Then it was this the whole land of Judah. And then eventually it became known as the nation of Israel as a whole. 
Interesting. So over quite time, quite a development there, right? Over time, it and from there, it developed into the idea of heaven. Got it. Um, it's supposed to be like the perfect place. Sure. And that's how which makes sense that because if you go, like, I mean, just based on what we've read so far of the Old Testament, you know, um, Israel was supposed to be the promised land. It was supposed mm-hmm. to be this place of milk and honey, and, exactly. And you know, so it was that perfect place mm-hmm. um, according to the the Bible, right? So right. So that I mean, it, that makes sense. Yeah. No. Of I, why I, it's I, both a geography, um, a developing geography, and an idea and representation of. Right, just Greatness. somehow this city, state, whatever mm-hmm. word, Zion, became attached to that idea. Right. I mean, some somebody might compare it to, like, the name America. Like, yeah. um, there's North America, Central America, and South America. But at least for American-centric people and for some other English-speaking countries, when you say America, almost always people understand that you're referring to the United, the United States. States of America. Right. And I I don't know if no, that's I a think good that, comparison. I think that people in the Americas kind of resent that a they little do, bit. They do, as well but, they should. Right. Because, so, excuse you, I live in America, too. Right, and it, it's hard to, like, as, <laughs> as an American, <laughs> right. it's hard to break away from that idea that you were taught your whole life because you're mm-hmm. taught we're American. Centralism. We, this is America. Mm-hmm. You know, like there is no... You, you do talk about United States, but we know ourselves as America and Americans. Right, so right. So it's, it's really hard to break that. Because there's the United States of America, the country, and knowing that you're American versus the continents. And that whole difference is, well... When we say American, we're talking about the United States of America. Right. Like, nobody else outside of the United States of America is American. Right. Even though they do live on American continents. Right, right. So, yeah, it gets very confusing. And that's kind of how the um, word Zion changes over time to mean different things the same way. Sure. So, the location of the temple is the most holy place in the world for the Jewish people. Okay. And being the most holy place is how Christians would you know, associate it with associate yeah. it with heaven. And it's seen as the connection between God and humanity. Okay. In, in Judaism. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Zionism, which you were getting Referring into to, a little yeah, bit, yeah, right. is a modern political movement that started in 1897. Okay. And supported a national home and later a state. For the Jewish people in the land of Israel. Okay, that makes sense because that's what mm-hmm. I kind of associate it with is that the it's the political movement of right. Zionism, of Zionists, you know, and, Zionists. Yeah, and I'd heard of it and I knew it was a Jewish thing, but I just, I had no idea what it meant. Right. I, I really just, it was, you know, not important to me, I guess. It didn't impact my daily life, so I well, it's didn't a, it's seek kind of a, more information. Not, not being religious, not growing up with religion, mm-hmm. not having it like really mean that much to us. It's hard to understand the concept of there's a large group of people that want to religiously hold on to a piece of land somewhere mm-hmm. over in the Middle East right. for this certain group of people. And, and look, they, they actually made that happen. Right, right. Like, that, to me, is, is somewhat crazy. Yeah. Like I'm like, wow, that that's kind of nutty. But I, I mean, yeah. in a in a in know. a not knowing much about it kind of way, <laughs> right? I'm not 
I don't want to take away from Israel and their right to exist where they are. And, and, and historically, obviously, even based on the Bible and other historical facts, there are reasons to think that this is partially, maybe they have some claim to this, this, this land. So, and, and, and after World War II, I understand even the mindset of giving them this land. You know, so like, it, it all makes sense at some level to me. But at the same time, we're basing this on a God still. Right. Like this this, this right. whole country, this whole country that they are they are dealing with is based on a god that right. they gave to people. Yeah. So the Zionist movement declared the establishment of the state of Israel in 1948 following the United Nations partition plan for Palestine. So So they took away land from the Palestinians and said, yeah. "Here you go. This is yours here's, back here's again." Here's some I I'm I have mixed feelings about it and you're not supposed to complain or say anything wrong about it, but I just feel like... Well, think of how much shit it started. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, we've been fighting about this since that happened. Right. Like, this has caused major upheaval in, in the Middle East because of this Zionist movement that we've backed as, as right. Americans. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> and uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I struggle with it because I see what it has caused. And, and it's all based on a religion. You right. Know? And, and right. I don't want to say that I don't think that they ever, I, you know, I, I'm i kind of walking a line here because there, what happened to the Jewish people is a tragedy. Of course. It's an absolute tragedy. And and to say that I don't think that they have the right to exist there would be terrible of me. Right. But at the same time, you can't not talk about this without admitting the horrible situation that it has caused and that, it is, ca- and that it is still causing. Right. Well, and not just for the Palestinians, but other Middle Eastern countries right. that have claim to this area as well. Like, right. this is a contentious area that they procured for the Israels. Right. Or the Israelites. Or Jewish people as a whole. Right. You know, I mean, it just is. You cannot say that it's not. So, right. and this is a very touchy subject um, to talk about. Like, you can't, if you say the wrong thing, you get in trouble and, you know, well, whatever. It's not that so. you get in trouble. You get painted as being anti-Semitic. Right. And I don't know if this is an anti-Semitic view or not. I don't want to be the person that says, I'm not racist or I'm not anti-Semitic. Because I don't know, maybe I am not meaning to, but maybe I do hold some ideas that are not correct. I don't think that, I mean, so I, I look at this... I, I look at this from a humanitarian standpoint, in my opinion, mm-hmm. and, and again, this is my opinion, mm-hmm. but my opinion is that, you know, generally the people with the big guns are Israel right now over there, and they are shitting on the Palestinians, and they're not working, you know, real hard to get them a, a clear state of their own, right. you know, and right. again, have they done terrorism? Sure, but if you were if you were held hostage in a in a land that used to be your own mm-hmm. wouldn't you feel upset too well of like, course I, I that's just i can't imagine i can't even imagine what they go through i can't i i don't know i mean i i definitely this is something that i think we've discussed you and i that we want to dig into this more as far as that relationship mm-hmm. down the road through this podcast because i want to understand it as much as i possibly can especially given the material that we're reading right because i think it's very very important to understand this as a present tense understanding of what um, the Bible is about, what it is doing, how it sits with current historical events and recent historical events. Right. It's very important. And I I didn't really expect 
that I was going to be um, relating any of this to modern day geography and politics, quite honestly. When right. we started this podcast, I had no idea <laughs> that I would be... Th- that was all my fault. I, I went there, so... No, I mean, you know, it's no, not this episode. Oh, 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 oh this oh, oh. podcast oh, as Bible. a whole. Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. yeah, I just, I was expecting like we're just reading the Bible and we're reading Bible stuff. Period. Well, we, you and I have talked before, and history is ever present. Like you can right. trace so many things back, so many generations, and and the Bible is just one more of those things right. that takes us back way further than a lot of the things that we've discussed, like slavery and. And, you know, different things that affect us still to this day in our country. Mm-hmm. But the Bible still affects us from thousands of years ago. Mm-hmm. Very much so. It shouldn't, so. but it does. The fact of the matter is it does. Right. So it's still relevant. Things that happened thousands of years ago are still relevant because of our current take on what religion is and how it is treated. Right. Exactly. So... so. Getting back on track, though. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I went way off the rails. Zion is one of the names according to Jerusalem in Arabic and Islamic tradition. So I found that interesting because, remember, I told you it depends. What Zion is depends on who you're asking and whether you're talking about geography or history or Christianity, or right. you know what I mean? Yeah, no, yeah. Um, within the Latter day Saint movement, Zion is often used to connote a peaceful, ideal society, and it has to do with a lot of saints and stuff. Similar ideals to mm-hmm. what, yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Um, the origin of the word seems to predate the Israelites. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Um, there was some mention of Hittites and um, a bunch of other people that I didn't mark down because... Well, we talked about early on that, you know, the Israelites may have sprung from mm-hmm. one of these other groups in that, that same the area Canaanites. too. Right, yeah. I yeah. Mean, so, I mean, it's not... Anyway, they there was there was definitely intermixing because even in the Bible there was intermixing between these right, groups. Right, As much as they don't want to admit it, they do still admit it. Right, So exactly. It's there, you know. It is there. So... I don't know where the word itself came from, sure. and, and most scholars today don't either. Got it, got it. Um, today, Mount Zion refers to a hill south of the old city's Armenian quarter, not to the Temple Mount. Got it, got so, it. So, okay. they're separate. Got it. And, most interesting, final fact of the day. Yeah. King David's tomb is located upon the hill currently called Mount Zion. Interesting. So... Do we actually know that that is actually King David's tomb, I guess? Apparently. That's really kind of cool. I mean, we haven't got to David dying yet, so right, I right. didn't go look into that more, but I will file that away as something yeah, to check no, I out. Mean, that, I mean, at least for maybe the end of the, the whole David thing, you know, yeah. like that might be really interesting to look into because sure. if we actually know where this dude is buried, like for real... Yeah, like that's get the fuck out of here. Pretty fucking cool, right? Historically speaking, you know, like, like I don't know if his bones are in there, but it is believed that his that is his actual, that is his tomb. Yeah, that is where people would go to celebrate or right whatever. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I I'm not about religion. I'm not about gods, but historic history yeah. history to me is I love 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 history. I have developed and a love I for think, history. I think that that would be, just based on how much we've dug into this kind of stuff, it would be really cool for me to go see that, I think. Just, yeah. Just to, like... Be like, huh. Wow. That's... 
We that's read about that. we you read know, about like, that guy. That's from thousands of that's from thousands of years ago. Right. Right. Like that's um, that's just amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. That was all. I was just, you know. Well, that's all I got for you today. Okay. Well, I'm not going to go any further on about my I feel like, history. I feel like I might have stuff. opened more doors than I closed. I think you might have. Yeah. I, I, I'm definitely like more <laughs> intrigued to learn more about it now. But that's what this is about. This is yes. about making the journey and, and finding out what we can find out about things. So, And we will be reading more about Zion both in the Old and New Testament. So um, let's try to keep a reminder in our heads of what, what Zion is. Again? And, yeah. Okay. But yeah. for now, it's interchangeable with uh, Jerusalem. Sure. Okay? Yep. All right. Well, that was our Q&A. And uh, tomorrow, we are doing our book club. Yes. And we will be doing our... Um, weekly replay. Weekly replay, yes. Mm-hmm. And then on Monday, we will be back with Second Samuel chapter... Six. All right. But as far as the uh, book club goes, if you are going to keep up, um, we are reading through... Page 32 of Asimov's Guide to the Old Testament and New Testament. Yeah, so if you've been slacking, get on that shit right now. I'm about halfway <laughs> through the reading, so guess what I'll be doing? I know, I know what you'll be doing. <laughs> All right, we will uh, talk to you guys tomorrow. Yep, bye. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.